0: You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I am your host, Kathy Whaley, MD, physician and life coach. Do you want to live the life you choose? A life that is by design rather than by default? Well, that path to the life you choose is uniquely yours, and it's filled with limitless potential. So join me in Burn Your Manual, this book that defines our expectations of self but also holds us back. Together, we will forge, innovate, and refine as we go along. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Permission to Burn Your Manual. If you can tell from my voice, I am not the amazing Dr. Kathy Whaley, though I do enjoy the heck heckhead of Dr. Whaley very much, and I'm a good friend. My name is Dr. Jillian Rigert. I'll tell you a little bit more about myself, but I wanted to say that I'm honored to be able to take over this podcast. and I have enjoyed the content a great deal. And if you relate to that and you have not done that already, I want you to make sure at the end of this episode to go on over and rate and review the podcast and what that will do will help other people to also find the podcast and make sure to share with people who you think would benefit. So for today, I will share a little bit about my background for anyone who may not know me or may not know my story. So my Journey has included I went to dental school, then I joined the Air Force and started an oral maxillofacial surgery. During this time period, I also went to med school and realized that the life trajectory that I had set myself on may not be the best fit for me. I developed severe suicidal ideation and would still go on for many years before finally deciding I was going to give myself permission to pivot. So I really value. What Dr. Whaley has created with this permission to burn your manual. Sometimes the best things that we can do in life are to make sure we do not follow a traditional path that is not in alignment with our true authentic self. So, in order to really get back to what and who our true authentic self is, I think it's so important to go through the different episodes that Dr. Whaley provides and really break down key aspects of ourselves that we had learned. Over time. So some of the things that I wanted to highlight on today, one thing that she talked about was that sense of worthiness. So I wanted to start there because what I realized in my constant pursuit of external achievements was that I spent a great deal of my life trying to find validation and seek validation through my external achievements. So it started off, you know, I was really trying to gain the approval of my dad. And I thought I could do that by doing very well in school, by getting the straight A's, by joining the track team, and being the person that I thought that he wanted me to be. However, this put into my mind that if I got anything less than an A, that I was unworthy of existence. And what the problem also became is even when I did get an A, that was my expectation. So I didn't feel special, I felt great, you know, status quo, that's what I am supposed to get in order to be worthy. And I hear a lot of this come up for people who are in families that really are focused on that academic achievement, not to say anybody is right or wrong, but that pressure, for me turned into a lot of loss of self, a lot of loss and even trying to be a kid. So I had Identified early that academic success was something that I thought brought me a sense of worthiness and value. So, in order to really devote my energy into my academics, I often neglected things that, in hindsight, would have been much more fun and much more valuable for my experience as a child. And these things could include sports, include hanging out with friends. So, if you're a parent or you are a an adult who is really struggling with identifying, you know, at what point did we break away from that understanding that play and doing things that were fun are an important part of who we are. And interestingly enough, I just had an interview. I have a YouTube channel and hopefully Dr. Willie will be on it not too long from now. And I had Dr. Yates on, and she talked about the neuroscience of play and how important play is to help us with our self-doubt and with our confidence. So if we think back to you know when we started to really focus on our academics and started to neglect things outside of our work and outside of our school, how that may have really negatively impacted us and caused us increased stress and increased self-doubt and increased confidence. And so when I think about, you know, all of this putting together back with that concept of worthiness that I heard Dr. Willie talk about on her podcast, and she talked about how we have an inherent sense of worthiness when we are born, right? No one says when you're a kid that you have to earn your worthiness, but at some point in our life, the light switches and we pursue some external achievements in order to feel a sense of self-worth. And we neglect something that I just told you I was taught was extremely important for our brain, our well being, our self confidence, and to reduce self doubt, which is play. So I want to pause there to allow you the opportunity to reflect on your life. Where are you seeking validation of your self worth? Where are you neglecting play? And if you were given a background that was based on science, on the importance of play, would that help to give yourself permission to play? And that permission is a funny word, right? I think that we often have to find ways to give ourselves permission. So again, I love the title of this podcast, Permission to Burn Your Manual. I go by Permission to Pivot. The reason I go by permission to pivot is because once you have played, once you have leaned into who you are at your core and you strip away things that you thought were giving you that sense of self-worth, if at that point you realize that where you are isn't where you want to be, it can be really hard to change the trajectory of our life. You know, I think sometimes when I reflect on how hard it was to pivot away when I was an oral maxillofacial surgery resident and decide that I needed to remove myself from that trajectory is I thought, Oh my gosh, if I change what I'm doing, what I committed to, I was going to have so much guilt and shame that I would rather have died. So I tell you, friends, I tell you this so importantly, because at that time I was very suicidal. I would rather have died than risk what I perceived was going to be a whole lot of shame and guilt for leaving a career and changing course. But I tell you friends that they did not happen. Unfortunately, I was around a great group of supportive people who really helped me to navigate a transition and to provide a lot of compassionate support when I was not able to offer that to myself. So in Dr. Whaley's podcast, where we're talking about worthiness, we're thinking, what do we need in order to feel that sense of worthiness? That self-compassion is so important, and it can be absolutely life-saving. So again, permission to pivot, permission to burn your manual, and throw out anything that you thought you needed to do in order to gain a sense of worthiness. Some other things that I really enjoyed, well, of course, I love every episode, not going to lie on this podcast, but that concept of checking the box. And I was thinking about this in terms of productivity and as we define productivity. So our world is so busy, right? And busyness doesn't equate to productivity. And productivity can be a way to really make us feel like we're accomplishing things. But I often think it can help us buffer from what we truly need to feel. So if I am checking a box and I am getting that instant gratification that I am doing something, am I doing something that's meaningful? Am I doing something in alignment with the mission of where I want to go? Or am I doing something in order to prevent myself from sitting in stillness and in the quiet that will allow me to hear my own thoughts? So I question how our society really defines productivity. It actually drives me absolutely crazy because we are so busy that I really think we're taking ourselves away from what really matters, which is genuine connection with the people who we care about and who we love. So when Dr. Whaley had asked me if I may want to hijack her podcast, I was heck yes, I do. And it made me have so much gratitude because Dr. Whaley is one of my closest friends. We've only met virtually, but her genuine compassion, kindness, her authenticity, and always reaching out to check in on me. And we have just a deep friendship that we can tell is grounded in being who we are and accepting each other for who we are. She means the world to me. And if I was so busy and distracted from trying to check off all these boxes, it has taken me years to really prioritize spending the time to say, you know what, I'm going to reach out to Dr. Whaley, see how she's doing. And I had messaged her one time. So I have a history of compulsive exercise. And I was talking to Dr. Whaley via messenger. And I stopped running one time to message her back. And that was a profound moment, because I realized in that moment, Years ago, I never would have let anything interfere with my run. Just like sometimes we don't let anything interfere with our quote-unquote productivity. But are we valuing the wrong things? So I want you to pause again. How are you spending your days? If you're busy, are you checking boxes that never needed to exist in the first place? I'd really love to hear how that question makes you think. And if you're able to challenge yourself and then help to navigate, well, then what are our next steps? Because I'll tell you, just awareness is a great first step, but then unlearning a lot of the things that we have done, such as relying on the external achievements in order to feel a sense of worth in our lives or feeling the need to be extremely busy and check all the boxes in order to feel like our day was quote unquote productive. It's going to take a lot of unlearning and redefining what our meaning of a great day and a meaningful day looks like. The other thing, the other episode that I want to bring up is comparison. So this is episode 10. And I think about how much during the day I'm feeling when I'm feeling really down. And I think about what I'm doing. It's usually comparing myself to someone or to some expectation from myself and really keying in on that gap, that perceived gap. So there's a book, The Gap and the Gain. Really want to focus on the gains, right? In order to feel that we're not always in this gap of unfulfillment and inadequacy. And I often get myself into a position where I'm constantly focusing on what I lack, where my deficiencies are, or I think everyone is better than me. So say, you know, I I just got accepted to do a TED Talk. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, it was a moment of excitement, but then I thought, well, you know what, is this talk even going to be good? I'm sure there's going to be other people that talk better than me. Maybe their message is more important. Maybe it'll be more well-received, whatever, 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 whatever. So what what, what I actually got back to was something I really want to leave everyone with because you are unique. You have unique gifts that you have brought to this world. You have a unique perspective. You have unique knowledge. You have unique experiences. You have unique love. You have so much. You are the only person that has what you have. How special is that? How freaking special is that? And so much of our lives we spend accepting other people's opinions and other people's thoughts about us to have more value than our own perceptions of ourselves. And what that really highlights you know if if we get into a point where we really haven't given ourselves compassion and grounded ourselves in knowing that we are worthy, then we may be reliant on other people to give us a sense of worthiness that can really put us into a state of vulnerability. And if you're especially in the wrong hands of someone who has ulterior motives, so I'm very sensitive person. I'm willing to give a lot. And there's been people in my lives that know that and they embrace it and they will mutually provide and very compassionate. And there'll be people that take, 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 and I'll end up exhausted and lost. And it's up to me to create the boundaries in order to not have all of my energy leaked out of me. But in order to create boundaries, I have to understand myself and what my values are. So over this past year, I have learned that I had very soft boundaries. I had very soft boundaries because I had lost myself in years of people-pleasing. We do this often. And I don't know what it's like to be a man. I am a woman. And I will say, I hear this more often for women as we try to be what is expected of us in this society, which is often reducing our confrontation and being more submissive. And that's absolutely put me in a state where I have been taken advantage of in a way that was not in alignment with what I wanted or needed out of my life. So if you're listening At this point, grateful to have you still here with me, I also want to know how are you showing up in this world? Are you using your voice? And if not, why not? You know, this isn't meant to say if you're introverted, are you putting on the pants of an extrovert? Because I'm introverted. What I mean is, are you choosing to quiet yourself because you don't feel like your voice matters? Is there something you want to say or do that you're holding yourself back on? And why are you holding yourself back? What can be one turtle step forward to get you to where you want to go? And the last message I just want to repeat is that you are so special. You are unique. No one can be better at being you than you. So thank you so much for being here. Make sure to tell Dr. Whaley how awesome she is by rating and reviewing her podcast. And until next time, talk to you later. Are you ready? to start making progress forging the path to the life you choose? Well, visit me at freedomforphysicians.com. Here you will find free resources and guides for any healthcare professional ready to get started. As always, I'd love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out.